Hey everyone, this is Hazardous Opinions, and I have my co-hosts with me, Eric and Andy. And today we're going to be discussing a very, very special film to me, at least to me. And it is from the year 2014, and it is called Spring. And I'm very excited to discuss it with these guys, even if they have good opinions or bad. <laughs> I'm just messing. Hazardous. Yeah. Hazardous. This is where the hazardous description yeah. comes in. So be ready. In the movie, we might actually disagree on for once. I can't wait. But yeah, this one, uh, like you said, it's uh, from back in 2014. A uh, pretty recent one-ish. Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead did this one. They do some interesting projects together. I like their work. Some of their work. Uh, this one's starring <laughs> Lou Taylor Pucci and Nadia Hilker. And this one can be viewed on Tubi or AMC+. Plus. Uh, so Tubi's coming in again to give you those free movies to check out. Thank you, Tubi. Yeah. So for those of you that haven't watched this one in a while, the basic synopsis of this one is we have our main character, played by Lou Taylor Pucci, of course, uh, Evan, who's a young cook. And after losing the last of his family, uh, he kind of decides to take some time and go to Italy, where he's always wanted to go. And, you know, some other reasons. Put him there. (laughs) (laughs) He meets some friends there that he hangs out with and uh, eventually meets a girl who he quickly falls in love with. It turns out she has some dark secrets to hide. She's a, she's a very interesting person. And after finding out uh, her secret, Luis, played by uh, Nadia Hilker, uh, he tries everything he can to get her to love him back. So what do you guys think of this movie? Eric, you go ahead. <laughs> Man. So... I I like this movie like right at the end. I I probably didn't enjoy it as much throughout the whole <laughs> movie because I thought it was uh a bit uh dull. But um yeah, that's 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 the truth. I uh I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to. So I'm, I don't know. I'm gonna have to give this like a, a mid. So like five. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's just, it didn't it didn't hook me. I wanted to get into it. I just couldn't. Felt like it went to several different directions before it actually went to right there at the end where it started to make sense and then it ended. So. Yeah. Andy? Yeah. <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> I, of course, like seeing both our main characters in this. Um, uh, both Lou Taylor and Nadia. I'm aware of both of them and like them. And I like, of course, Benson and Moorhead's work. And as soon as I seen this pop up with the uh, Draft House Films logo, I was very excited that they were a distributor for this movie. I was like, oh, I couldn't go wrong with Alamo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I don't <laughs> like this one as much as as Hunter obviously does. 
I liked a lot of aspects of it and some concepts. And at points, this did feel like a cheap indie film that was going on on nowhere. But by the end, probably the last 10 minutes or so, I was pretty into it. Uh, I think that saved it a bit. So probably about a 6.5 for me. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. As I, I, can, I can start off by saying uh, you both are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. Uh, obviously, well, okay, since this is near and dear to my heart, before you guys stomped on it uh i'm just kidding i'd give it a 10 i i just holy shit i do i do It's a complete movie to me. I have seen it about 10 times about, like if I can round up. And I just, I cannot find anything really wrong with it. And I mean, yeah, maybe like you guys were saying, there there might be a, like a couple things, like basic things wrong with it. Um, but to me uh, and what it means to me, I think just, elevates it so i I, you know i won't say it's a perfect movie um it doesn't have to be in anybody's eyes but i yeah i gotta say that it's it is to me just because of like my feelings towards it and uh just how much it picks me up every time i'm down i will I'll, i'll throw this on or you know any other of my comfort movies it's a comfort movie to me even though it's a body horror movie kind of but like there's love in it you know obviously like a love story and i will also start off by saying me as a person when i'm very passionate about a certain thing i get so overwhelmed to the point of not being able to express my thoughts so please throughout this podcast everybody bear with me through with it because i have so many amazing things to say about it but i can't express it without stumbling over my freaking words sometimes so just just gonna give that warning yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. i do want to give a shout huge shout out to uh, nadia hilker um the main female protagonist there she's uh, a big character in the walking dead in some of the later seasons is where i know her from and she does really good in this despite me not liking the movie so much i thought she was a very standout role in her acting i'm really glad you're actually familiar with her because before this movie i wasn't because i i didn't view the later seasons of the walking dead so it, yeah it is really refreshing to see this new actress on the scene for me you know yeah i uh yeah i liked her a lot in the uh, lou taylor i'm a little less familiar with i know he was in evil dead uh, the newer reboot uh, yes, didn't really know him much other than that and a couple of you episodes. Yeah, yeah, he I would say he's he's definitely a treasure. Like I like him already and um it's really nice to have him as Evan as the main character and to be on this journey with him. 
And that's the first time I saw him was in you season one for the first couple episodes and also evil dead 2013. I didn't realize that was him at the time of first watching it, but after you and after watching spring, I'm like, wow, okay. That is loot, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like I just, you can't recognize him because like, usually he does have shorter hair, but in that one, he's got like a little bit of longer hair and a beard. I want to say, <laughs> yeah. so that that kind of threw me off, but yeah. And I do want to focus on positives a little while too before we break your heart a little bit. Oh shit! I, I I do want to say I really like Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead's work, and I like that they're not afraid to get into weird topics and weird concepts and just go for it, even if it's yes. even if they don't have a lot of money to put towards those projects. Like we talked about, this movie only made about 50,000 worldwide release. And I think I can see a little bit of the budgetary constraints, but they do well with what they do have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And I I know that both of them are also like for everybody listening, if you're familiar with the Moon Knight series from Marvel or Loki, the series, they directed a couple episodes of loki and also helped produce it and they also helped on moon knight like overall so you can definitely see the sci-fi of their <laughs> minds poking out in loki they love to do sci-fi projects and it's yeah it's very interesting like you said andy that they just they go for it and they do very out there stories you know especially this one i mean this movie is basically have you guys seen Before Sunset or Before Sunrise, Before Midnight, that trilogy? Nope. So I'd say it's this movie's a mix between Before Sunrise and any like body horror movie, Lovecraftian body horror, which is just an incredible mixture. And Before Sunrise, it's basically just following a like a man and a woman just walking through a foreign city together and just talking about all different topics and deep things and just falling in love and one of them has to leave um at sunrise so yeah just just check it out. I mean, I, I didn't explain it the best, but it's a lot of talking, It's but it's also a very good hang and very amazing script. Yeah, Before, uh, Before Sunrise and Before Sunset are both in my watch list. I think they're both top 250 is why. Yes, yeah, no, they are regarded as amazing movies, and this one of the reasons why I love Spring is it, it reminds me of that, and kind of like a conversation set in reality really mm -hmm. is what i feel it's not too uh scripty or just totally written from one perspective you know yeah yeah i, I will say that is one of my major um pros and what something i liked about the movie is the dialogue all feels very natural and real yes thank you works in the way that like it's nice to hear natural non-plastic dialogue yes but also sometimes you have those really long awkward 
real life pauses that may not serve as for great movie, but <laughs> movie time. But I did like that it was very realistic. I'm like, these just feel like real people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I would say, like, the beginning, you know, we'll start there with Evan's mother passing away. It's it's very sad. And you don't find out much about their relationship, but you already feel the loss mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. And it makes total sense that he's in a down place in like a down, downward spiral from here on out and it sets up the rest of the film like him traveling to italy and and yeah finding Luis. yeah and i really like that that fight scene or the semi-fight scene <laughs> he just kicks the crap out of that guy evan packs yes. quite the fucking punch Dude, yeah he does he does and hey i will i'll agree with you guys um on kind of the maybe qualms or issues that you guys have with this movie i do feel the low budget a little bit in the beginning there like it it is kind of cheesy how he (laughs) hits him and stuff and you know like i i would say some of the beginning i'm not totally totally down with and like am captured with but once the Italy, like him traveling to Italy starts, that's that's all it for me. And it's perfect. I I know I wasn't going to talk about the cons yet, but while we're in the intro, I, I'll say I don't think I felt anything about the mom. I feel like it all just went too fast and then it was gone. And it just, I don't know, it didn't feel like the huge loss that Evan feels like it didn't feel like it was built up the way that he was reacting to it. Well, okay. You can't. You can't. You like that's not your mom, though. So, like, obviously, <laughs> like you're no, not I... gonna feel as much as he is. But like, you can't. That's not Andy's mom. The guy he just witnessed his mother dying, bro. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm gonna take Hunter's side on that. that definitely thank you. Thank you. Me. <laughs> I get that. I'm just saying, like, from an emotional movie standpoint, like okay. they don't put it in the right context i don't know like he like you you never hear really any mention about it other than like one conversation later with nadia which i think that conversation does work but other than that it feels like quickly forgotten and moved on okay that's a that's a good point yeah i i was i was thinking that too because his mother dies in the beginning and then like he gets into a fight and like that was like mostly the reason he was told to get up to go to Italy that that was just like I get like his mother dying is like one thing but like getting to a fight that's like something completely separate he the dude wanted a cigarette and he was a douchebag you know what I mean mm-hmm. but I feel like I don't know who he was talking to on the phone who do you Remember who he was talking to? On the when he was in Italy, yeah. He was going back just like to that friend, that lady next to him. He's like, "Hey, should I go to Italy?" (laughs) I love that part. Italy. Oh, he was on the airline with the airlines. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Trying to figure out like where he could go. Yes, when he was in the taxi with that lady. Yeah, and I, 
I love that he just asks, hey, where should <laughs> I go? You know, like it's, it's yeah. just so random and it's, yeah, it's just kind of spontaneous, you yeah. know, and like he doesn't know what he's getting into and look what he gets into, guys. You know, yeah. like it was kind of just fateful. And yes, his mom dying and the fight are separate. And I like, I feel like he's evading the cops as well as like, he kind of, like I said, he is in a tailspin, like a personal tailspin. Like, where do I go? What do I do now? He's running more from the loss than the cops, it seems. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a mixture of both, which I really like. It makes sense to me. And, yeah. and I, I'll say this guys, it's a movie. So I'm just, I'm going to roll with it. And I, I like how it sets, sets up the story. Yeah. And, you know, with, with his mom passing away and, you know, we don't even know how long she was sick. I'm guessing it was for a long time. Like, cause it seemed like Evan knew what he was doing while taking care of her. And I've heard from quite a few people like in my life where you know one of their relatives are gonna pass away soon and they kind of just know it and yeah you kind of come to terms with it before it happens Mm -hmm. you know so it didn't feel out of the norm for me even though it's never happened to myself it's just yeah it 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 comes up to Luis because it's important for her to get to know Evan did you guys like kind of notice how she was a little irritated that he wasn't giving personal details to her much because he didn't talk about it yeah a lot lot irritated yeah (laughs) okay she was pissed but yeah like he didn't want to bring it up and that was for a reason it wasn't to keep secrets or to be shallow or anything like that he yeah, I didn't really want to talk about it. It was like, yeah, it was still hard on him. Yeah, I, I will agree with you now that you brought up that point about, you know, kind of maybe he already accepted the loss if he was dealing with it for a while. Yeah, that, that makes more sense to me. I feel yeah. like his reaction kind of told us that, you know, like, and I don't blame you guys for like really, you know, noticing that or feeling that I've seen, like I said, I've seen this movie 10 times over, you know, it so it kind of kind of clicks with me because yeah. i i have been digging for that stuff you know to like fully understand the yeah movie. yeah i like uh when he does get the flight uh it's a nice scene for picking out where to go yeah i love it he's just he's just on the flight then and then you see like 10 empty shooters on his table tray and you're like <laughs> okay yeah he's going through some shit exactly also, right yeah why did they not cut him off <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah. i i don't That's know a lot of moves. i don't it's know like, you're a wizard harry it's like is he <laughs> flying first class did he like spend all of his inheritance on uh, a really nice flight to yeah it's like yeah yeah airline shots are not cheap yeah oh, i believe it yeah i'm wondering if he just spent all his money on this trip he wasn't planning on going back i don't know yeah i mean like well, we'll we'll get to when he gets to Italy and like kind of the path he follows and getting a job and everything. But yeah. Eric, you mentioning you're a wizard, Harry. I <laughs> yeah. never, I never noticed that in the movie until he does look like Draco. <laughs> like two two times ago, 
when I watched it for like the, yeah. eighth, the eighth time, I'm like, oh my God, he's <laughs> watching Harry Potter on the plane. Yep. Like, I, I never noticed that. Originally. Oh, that. So that's <laughs> funny that you noticed it on your first fucking watch. Yeah, I was watching it and then he said that. I laughed because I'm like, I was getting drunk and watching Harry Potter on a plane. I'm like, <laughs> that's kind of just a offshoot like thing to do <laughs> yeah yeah no it's amazing that would be a plain movie because they're like all fucking long <laughs> yeah right but i thought maybe you're referencing that uh lou taylor kind of looks like a uh, uh, tom felton do you think so i think so and his uh his picture when is he has the full blonde hair not, i thought not he was tom felton no. <laughs> <laughs> we've been mentioning his name eric get with the program <laughs> God yeah, they, they, have a, they have a similar look. Yeah, yeah I like ahead, Andy. that movie. Yeah, yeah, no. And Harry, Harry Potter's comfort to me too. So I'm like, wow, this just adds to it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I will say too, the main, the main score, the piano piece that kind of plays very like kind of slowly, you know, that entrances me. Like every time I love the main score piece. Like it, it's just amazing. If I'm if I'm saying that right. I don't mu- I don't know music that well, but No, like I know what you mean. Like uh it it's definitely uh interesting. I when I first heard it and like it kind of it wasn't anything that like stuck out to me at first, but the more I heard it, I'm like, wow, this is really like this movie and like the whole music was the vibe. Yeah, you know? it's it's heavenly. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely yeah, I agree with you. I like the music. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Pretty, pretty sure that was all written for this one. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty I sure. Yeah. I haven't heard anywhere else. No. Well, I no. guess I don't listen to classical, but like <laughs> I don't listen yeah. to a lot of piano pieces, but <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And, like, uh, I didn't recognize them as is what I mean from like anything yeah. else. So Oh, sure. I get you. Um I I would also say the the British pair of guys is his buddies that he oh yeah encounters oh my god they really help like on the, on the beginning of this journey like I, they add some levity to it and it's just interesting like that he just runs into these guys and they're taking him all over <laughs> like I think that's a really good like depiction of accurate male relationships though it's like definitely hey how you doing dude you want to you want a beer yeah, <laughs> yeah. you want to go you check want, out wanna, stuff with us and then you, you just want to travel <laughs> like they had nothing in common but it's like you know let's just hang out yeah yep. yeah like a tourists you know they're just like they link up hey let's like yeah just explore together i guess you know yeah they just, that must be just a europe thing or like anyone i don't know but that's the only, I, the only time I see like tourists linking up is like when they're in other countries. Yeah, I don't think we have yeah. hostels in the U.S. That I'm aware no. of. Well, what's the difference between a hostel and a hotel? I thought the hostel was just hotel Host- in European. I think hostels are just for travelers, right? Well, I mean, all hotels are for travelers, but I like hostels are for like tourist travelers, right? Oh, maybe. I'm not sure. I wish I could say I'm smart enough to know, but I'm going to be honest. I, yeah, I don't know that answer. I still, yeah. I always assume that they were just for like out of, uh, out of country people. Okay. Could be, could be. Yeah. Are, are you looking it up? 
Yeah, with the purpose of a hostel. Lower costs and opportunities to meet people from different places, find travel partners, and share travel ideas. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. It's, uh, hostels are popular forms of lodging for backpackers. Yeah. So They're part of the sharing con- economy. Hey, guys, should we go to a hostel? I think Let's we should. It. Hopefully it's not like hostel. Yeah. No. Like, maybe hostel. Let's yeah. please not run into that situation. Like Tim yeah. Roth's hostel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that single movie series scarred so many people from ever staying in hostels. Yeah. We'll go yeah. to the hostel, man. They they got serial killers in there. <laughs> <laughs> I like... Um, so when he does meet Nadia, uh, what's her character's name? Luis? Luis. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> I Luis. usually just go by the actor's Luis. name. It's easier. <laughs> it is because, I mean, like, you know, actors and actresses play so many different characters. It's it's tough, you know. You, I get you. When, he, when she's first chatting with, uh, with Evan and she's like, yeah. leave with me. And he's like, yeah. Uh, and like, don't say yes. You don't know this girl. I'm like, yeah. he's gonna fucking kill you. And then he actually well, starts backing out of it. I'm like, okay, good man. He's yes, alive. yeah. Like I, uh, well, yeah. What did he say? He says, like, coffee tomorrow. I, I want to make. I want to make sure you're the crazy I can deal with, or something yeah. like that. You know, like yeah. He he was smart about it. You know, it's a yeah. stranger, and I was like, yeah, yeah. I was hoping this wasn't gonna turn into like a horror movie thing where it's like. Oh, she's actually a serial killer, but she decides to spare him or something. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Hey, what is this going to turn into? But uh, yeah, I'm glad that he was actually like a smart character and like seemed cultured enough to, you know, not to just go with random strangers when you're in Europe. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. The yeah. look on his face, though, when he when she first said that, I was thinking like, he's going to say yes, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he was just like kind of dumbfounded that she would actually say that. And I'm like, he's actually going to say, he's just going to do it. <laughs> she yeah. was very, she was very forward. Wasn't she? You know? Was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you come to find out later for a good reason. Yeah. But, you know, backing up from that, uh, when they actually talk to each other at the kind of bar, which, which is, a really cool like little hangout spot that i really enjoyed but the sequence where evan is walking through the town in slow motion and seeing Luis for the first time so magical to me i could watch that over and over i like i love that uh is that the same scene where the uh the old blind lady is like coughing at him from the window to like tell him where she is or something and they start following her or is that later? No, no, that's later. Um, it's when he's with the two British guys, and it's like, yeah, the whole like sequence once they get into like the town circle or square or whatever, you know, and they're walking. Oh, yeah, when he leaves their that bar spot, yeah, yeah, like, and he sees her in that red dress, and wow, it's just so like I don't know. I I'm entranced by it. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm feeling what he's feeling right now. You know, just. Yeah. This this amazement, like he's looking all around his surroundings because he's in such a different place. I'm sure he hasn't traveled much, you know, caring for his mom. And then I don't think he traveled at all. I think uh, exactly. One of the cool things about Italy is because he mentioned like oh, my dad always wanted to take me there. Yes. Yeah. No, exactly. 
And yeah, I, I do remember him saying he's only been to California, Mexico, and Italy. But here, so yeah, yep, yeah. There we go. Good details, guys. And, okay, and then I appreciate uh, you. He only went to Mexico because he was in California and it was right there. You know what I mean? So it's like probably like Tijuana or something. Yep, yeah, right. Tijuana right there, Baja, California. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But just so entrancing when she gets up uh, from her seat and stuff and he like keeps looking behind him and staring at her you know and it's still slow motion it's just ah it's right out of a storybook like yeah you know but before we get kind of more of a reveal of what she is and what she's doing yes i thought this was going to turn as some sort of hostile film like just the (laughs) way that some of the scenes were shot and like the almost like grainy yellow filter they have okay like there's going to be something brutal happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You really don't know where it's going. And that's that's also what I enjoy about it until until the reveal happens, which we'll get to. Yeah, and it just turns more sweet with a little bit of, oh, you're, you're a weird monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sweet with the side of danger, though. Yeah. So, you know, and that that's also what I love about it because um, love, love, love is sweet. And it's also dangerous, guys. I mean, yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, what you were talking about, Andy, where she said, like, leave with me and everything like that. Like, their first meeting, like, actually talking to each other at that, like, little bar hangout thing. It's flirty as hell and mysterious at the same time because she's coming on so strong. And yeah. Nadia Hilker is so charming and beautiful. And Evan is very upfront and even offers a date after she might go home with another guy <laughs> like yeah. that. She was kind of like pointing back towards the other guy at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Like, Hey, Evan, good for you, man. Like you, you're respectful. And his British buddies just top it off when they're sitting at the table and they're kind of <laughs> egging him on. <laughs> And when when he gets rejected by her, kind of, you know, he sits down. They're like, "Hey, like I'll I'll do something with you for, for free <laughs> yeah. or whatever." They're looking for long term. Ask there, him. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Exactly. That was funny. That I laughed at that. Yeah. yeah. No, it was great. It also feels very like natural, like I was saying, like very real people. I like that. Yes. I I haven't like you know, when they start getting to know each other and stuff, like I honestly can say in a film or any story, like I haven't seen a connection like Luis and Evan have. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's what really hops out at me too. Just the way they talk to each other is just so different. It's not just a generic like romance. Yeah. yeah it's not a Hallmark movie. movie. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not super cheesy either. Like and ever, you know. Uh, so they get to their like first date, and she's leaving and stuff, and he's trying to keep up with her, and he's like, "The fuck do all these like Italian coins mean and stuff?" And he's just like, "Fucking leaves all the money." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know how much he's paying yeah. for the drinks and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and she's just like, "Come on." <laughs> yep. She did do that like three times in a movie, two or three times, where she's like, "Oh shit, it's happening." Again. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she does it. I got a couple times. Not not monster things. Goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't question it at all, like any of the times. 
no, no, I know. I mean, she. Like he's just so infatuated with her. I will admit too that she is kind of like she's she's smooth with it actually. Though. Yeah, it's, it's not too unrealistic. It's like oh, like sorry, yeah, gotta go. Like yeah, yeah. super tired. Yeah. Got, got work in the morning. Construed I'm gonna like hard to get time type of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially how she acted like the first time talking yeah you know like you just don't know hard to get right and like moving on from that when they're walking through that museum too and she's like really playing hard to get still because he's like asking her like hey will you go out with me so as soon as Luis mentions evolutionary genetics you want to know even more about her it's very interesting that like she has a job that she has and like you know, studying that stuff. It's like, okay, where is this going to, yeah. yeah, you know, That's a good play? point because I wondered why they showed us her job at all. I'm like, this, this means something. It, and it like, does. this is a very like smart job too. It, it's yeah. not something you just like pick because you need a job. You no, know, definitely. Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, later on, there is also so many hints to Louise's uh, history, like when she mentioned, and I love rewatching this movie because of this point. She mentions her ex boyfriend needed to conquer everything, you know, like <laughs> oh my God. talking about her biology, like the messed up hormones and the languages she speaks, like Sumerian and stuff like that, where she's lived and medication that makes her skin sun sensitive. Sometimes she craves meat. You know, there's just, yeah. when she's talking to Evan, there's all these hints towards the reveal, but you never really put it together fully. And that's why I love rewatching it and hearing their conversations. It's like, oh my God, I didn't pick up on that before. I and it makes total sense now. Definitely didn't catch the uh, the Conqueror thing. That's That's a really neat tidbit. It is, yeah, and she mentions it so, like, she leaves out enough detail to where, like, it sounds normal, you yeah. know what I'm saying, until the reveal. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like a normal thing you'd say. Yeah. And I really liked the, what do you say, Evan replies back, and he's like, yeah, I don't really speak dead languages and stuff. <laughs> yes. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I, I, then this is what, at that point, I'm thinking, like, oh, she's a vampire or something. I was thinking she was a, like a demon. Yeah. Or something. Like, like she... it was in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting hearing your guys' guesses now. Like, yeah. I can't even, I honestly can't even tell you guys what my guess was that, like, wh who she actually was when I first watched this movie. Yeah. Oh, man. I, was I had pretty so many guesses. I was pretty sure there was a vampire, especially like after the first turn scene in the, in the alleyway when she kills that guy. Oh, and then sure. Later, I'm like, yeah. wait, did I just miss see her in that light or something or miss something? Because now she's like a weird squid thing. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. So yeah. I was like, am I missing something or is she turning into different monsters? <laughs> yeah, for me, it was like, it was vampire because I uh, would appreciate that cat. Then I'm like, then we've seen her transform. Yeah. And I'm like, werewolf. But no, yep. that that's not it. And then I seen Lizard Woman. <laughs> and then oh, I'm like, sure. yeah. no, that's not it. And then, <laughs> yeah, it just proceeded to get more and more messed up. So 
I Other yeah, she, she was honestly an still confused point. on like what, but I don't think it. I don't think that's the point either. But but now you understand. Yeah, it's just all the evolutionary genetics and different species kind of just coming through. Yeah, yeah. like just different uh, animals, creatures. Yeah, mixed and with yeah, human. Yeah. Yes, and the first time, yes, like, you know, her her face was pulsating and she had, like, sharp teeth. Didn't know what the hell th- that was, really. Kind of looked like a vampire. I could see that. And then the second time you see her, it's, yeah, that reptilian wit- type thing with a long tail when she uh, kills that American tourist. Yeah. And then... A whole mixture of shit <laughs> when Evan finds her on the floor. <laughs> oh was, man, yeah. dude! I, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, and like that's also you know Andy when you do say this is a low budget independent film, and you can kind of tell at times. Like I did mention in the beginning, you know, it kind of pokes through a little bit, and that's okay i'll i'll accept it for you know what it is and that they had the budget for this you know that they had but you know the the biggest thing them filming on location in italy is a huge thing to me i love when films film on location and you can actually tell it's like it's there it's being filmed there and it really adds to it and also, I would say, like, with the whole effects on Luis and the creatures she turns into, honestly, did a pretty slap-up job for that, too, for what they had. It was pretty good. You know? It was realistic, yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad they didn't, like, CGI a bunch of that shit, you know, like a lot of films tend to do nowadays. Yeah. I You definitely feel the coastal vibes watching this movie. Like, oh, you feel man, like you love it on the edge of the ocean the whole time it's such a hangout and it's just oh it's like you're transported there and that's what i that's what i love about movies uh when they transport you to different places and different times and different situations like that this is yeah this movie is that for me i'm gonna be very disappointed if i finally go to italy and i don't meet some weird lizard monster vampire girl in a red dress in slow motion and then saying go home with me yeah. and uh you you kindly smartly turning her down like you should <laughs> because she's a stranger for a future day. and then yeah. god i could explain this whole movie yeah yeah <laughs> i uh, i did make a note i'm like that at the 45 the the 45 minute mark i'm like okay now i'm actually interested so like around the halfway mark i can't remember exactly what happened i think it was the uh i also had a comment of no not the bunny uh so i think oh, it was shit. that ritual scene where i'm like okay yeah. i'm digging this now a little bit and really where the movie started to go upwards to me okay that makes me happy to hear i didn't i didn't know you actually enjoyed like a section of this so thank you <laughs> yeah i would say okay. just hated the whole thing the first 45 <laughs> yeah. minutes is what brings it down for me. Everything okay. after that, I, I think I enjoyed for the most part. I'll take it. Okay. Okay. I I really like that you said that. Thank God. Okay. That is something I can work with, Andy. I don't I don't hate you anymore. <laughs> so, uh, 
<laughs> just messing with you. Oh yeah, I did forget that other transformation where uh, she she was sacrificing her bunnies. Why do I always forget their fucking names? Cause she like she's breeding them to eat them, right? Is what they were saying. Because he uh, made the comment to like, oh, they re- reproduce really fast. And she's like, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I I believe she does. At first, I thought it was because of the work she was in and mm-hmm. um, the genetics and everything like that. But it would make more sense because she, you know, that's that's what I love about Luis as a character, too. She really, really goes out of her way and tries not to do something bad, mm-hmm. you know? to someone and she does what she can and she mentioned the hormones she needs are in the rabbit's brains so it makes sense oh all the stuff that she needs yeah yep it's a chemical hormone in their brains that she needs basically Hmm. i uh saw that that one alleyway scene maybe that that wasn't her first transformation is when the super American, you know, macho, he's wearing the American shorts and everything. Oh, fuck that dude. Being an annoying asshole. Yeah. He goes from catcalling her to literally trying to rape her within like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I know. Well, it's so fucking quick, man. <laughs> you know what, guys, though? Like, he was intoxicated, like, extremely. Yeah. And we could already tell what kind of dude he was. I'm really yeah. not and surprised honestly no i'm I'm not surprised i'm just saying like it was an insane twist of yeah yeah of like i I thought a little bit was i I thought like a little bit more was gonna happen before he just straight up tried to rape her (laughs) i i didn't up and then just started doing that i'm like what the fuck who the fuck does this guy think he is yeah anyways yeah so so no, um, no tears over his death of course yeah, no tears over his death. I was going to say that as well. Yeah. I wasn't going to say anything more than that. I don't know why. I, I don't <laughs> but know. anyway, yeah. then Eric's like, ah, I got nothing. Yeah, I was going to like, I think I was going to say something, but then I'm like, wait, I said what I wanted to say. So Eric, I, I was I was really waiting for a profound thought. So <laughs> I know, me too. I, I'm waiting. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I did note for that scene, like dope monster design. Though I was sad that obviously that one didn't stick yeah 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 i i get you it, it was kind of quick but you can understand because uh, of the budget and i don't know yeah. like I, I appreciate that it kind of went quick there and you're like oh fuck okay like this is bad she just ki- actually killed someone yeah it's yeah, gonna be know. cheaper than the the tentacles though right like because they did the tentacles like two more times that one appeared more to, to be more? fair they were on the floor and they could have been well there was the scene on the floor there and then when she's oh and I in the shower fuck like, i forgot that one too the shower I think it's not when they're hooking up in the car there's another scene where they're kissing or something and she like has to hide the other arm oh in the in the church <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's right yep yeah there we go yes yep yeah one of my i, I was favorite... kind of just hitting on the main point. <laughs> the freaking old lady turns around she's like this is a zombie over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah she said there was a, a, a zombie was doing um... heroin yes yes <laughs> yeah because she was, that's what it was she was injecting her like meds like to help her <laughs> she thought she was doing it. <laughs> 
she straight up like half her face is like all messed up and then it, it was like, like yeah this... we gotta get out of here people are staring she's like oh i got something on my face yeah. <laughs> she just keeps talking about her story oh yeah no i, I, I found I all that really cute though it is dude this is just like it's an amazing love story with something like a big wrench thrown into it that is so interesting the and, uh sorry guys no no you go ahead you go ahead as i say like the the 45 minutes to probably when he finds out is is better of course than the first 45 but then when he finds out to the end i think is where like this is a standard i actually just enjoy this movie okay it's like once he finds out and he's just trying to get her to love him back and he like she's telling him all this exposition and i'm like okay i'm into this like this is this is just a cute romantic thing with a uh, the weird monster <laughs> yeah yeah no for, yeah. for sure like i i can see i can see how you're viewing the film now honestly and i i appreciate what you said actually and okay like sorry backtracking a little bit when so like the night that they have sex when when they're getting like when the flowers start to grow and they're getting physical with each other, you're really wondering, especially when her f- face is pulsating in the morning and has sharp teeth. Like that's where it all starts. And that like, that's an amazing kickoff and mm-hmm. the, the flowers just growing. It's like, Oh, like what's going on here? You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, I had to, uh, I had to yeah. rewind that back a couple times. I'm like, did I see that right? Because it, it happened <laughs> right. so quick. I did that too. Yeah. 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 I was like, wait, what did, what did she just do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, like with her face? Yeah. Yeah. In, she, in the bed? A quick screech before it cuts to the alley. I'm like, wait, what? I like well, that yeah. it's very subtle. I miss? Honestly, I, I like that it's subtle. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. He's laying right beside you. And like, yeah, it's it's crazy. And then, at, you know, after the night they sleep together, it's like, what a cute moment when Luis acts like she doesn't know Evan after their night together oh, yeah. in, in that, uh, like, shop. Yeah, it was just so nice. Like, yeah, who are you? <laughs> I felt so sad after that. I'm like, did she, like, actually, like, change or something? And That's then, what I thought, too. And she's like, oh, I'm fucking with you. I'm like. I felt the same thing as Evan in that moment. I'm like, oh Dude, my god, right? You you feel it. That's yeah. That's what I really like. It's it just gets you. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, like moments like that between them, and like like I also said too about their conversations during their dates. They they talk about such truthful and insightful things during their conversations. Like you know, talking about men and women and what they think and how people interact and act Mm. like it's so interesting and they say such like oh okay you got a point you know Mm -hmm. they they say things like that and you're just like kind of nodding along with it and you're like yeah this is like this is a nice productful conversation yeah i like all their uh chats that they have together oh definitely yeah i'm glad you agree so when she is turning uh, for the first time, when he oh, when he sees her for the first time on the ground yes. uh, inside her house, was she wearing a bald cap? Like, it, it kind of looked like it. I had a, almost she was. It. Like, 
is this just mid-transformation weird skin stuff or is she just wearing a bald cap that's really noticeable i would honestly have to look again because every time i see that scene i am looking basically like kind of at the tentacles and stuff because it's like whoa (laughs) those kind of pop out to me so i i have to look at that again okay but i'm not sure kind of distracted me because it looked like it was starting to come off in the process and i was like it just caught my eye and i'm like i think she's just wearing a bald cap yeah (laughs) okay okay i'll have to look at that again okay fuck all right yeah i'll have to look at that again because like when she turns back or when he gives her the shot turns back you see her hair growing back so her hair was gone but obviously it wasn't gone so she had to be wearing a bald cap yeah yeah it was just noticeable and like yeah uh, takes me out of it a little bit way but evan is down (laughs) bad like astronomical because he still finds out and he's like yeah but (laughs) he's still with it dude you know yeah (laughs) you want to get together still well okay hold on no there is a very nice (laughs) part with that where he's very he's really struggling with it and the concept so (laughs) Yeah, like, he does a little she, bit. She helps the situation a lot because, you know, she... He freaks out momentarily, but then he's like, okay, but, like, you're not going to eat me, and then we can, you know, continue on here, right? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But, guys, do you want this film to be an hour long where he's really <laughs> wrestling with this shit? No, no. So I'm okay. I'm okay with it. <laughs> Okay, fucking moving on. Okay, no, we can, it would have benefited it being a little longer, honestly. We can cut the scenes. God damn with, it. I like the scenes with the farmer, but cut the scenes with Dude, immigration Angela. police. Okay. When he's running from them for some reason. I don't know if that's no, just supposed to be like a no. immigration continuation Dude. of like he can't escape his thing. but Dude, he was working illegally. Yeah, so because you have to have a work visa. Up. Yes, yeah. So... Dude, yeah, no, I would keep that scene because I I love how he asks Angelo, uh, should I like run now? (laughs) Angelo's like, yeah. (laughs) He just hops out of the fucking truck and runs for the trees. I love it, dude. (laughs) Uh, But I was wondering where they're going with all that. Is is this supposed to be like a sense of urgency? So he has to leave the country and it just doesn't feel like it pays off? Is that why they do? It seems like there's a lot of like one-off things that are just there just just for added concept like he's working illegally this is basically what it's saying so yeah so it's the consequences of working there illegally you know but what's the payoff from that from those i don't know he he goes (laughs) off with louise after that do they 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 almost run into them again and he's like oh we gotta go like and then they go on their road trip like he's still like running away basically you know, by doing that. So it does make sense. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I guess it makes a little sense. I got the feeling that from his road trip, he wasn't leaving Italy, though. That they were still in Italy. Yes. So I didn't get, like... I, I don't know, I guess they're running to a different place in Italy. Yeah, I mean, just getting away from the police that almost caught up to him. You yeah. know, and they, they don't know where they're going because they didn't see him. You know, yeah. when he was with, with Luis, at least, they noticed where he was with Angelo, but, yeah. Oh, that and, part and, felt weird about, to me, like the running from the cops thing. Okay, okay. I, I, I will say Angelo is a wonderful human. 
He is. He is amazing. And when he says, okay, Italian women, the best. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what I can say right now about my wife? Bosnian women. Bosnia, the best. Then the, uh, the, the, the victim crew. What, what's his last name? In the terminal. <laughs> oh my god. Bosnian uh, women. Krakorja. Krakorja. Bosnian women. The best. Yes. The best. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was waiting to say that. Oh my god. My wife is going to give me so much shit after <laughs> hearing that. Oh, good Krakorja. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, sh- should I talk about Luis's biological situation a little, like, sure. in yes. depth? Yes, I have questions. So Luis's biological situation is actually very intriguing and an interesting concept I haven't seen anywhere else, like I kind of mentioned to you guys. And regarding the regarding story, that's a win in my book. And her trying to hide it makes it that much better while they're like on these dates and kind of just gives a lot of that mystery. And when it's finally revealed, Luis is 2000 years old. She's the woman, in all the paintings of the woman with heterochromia. It's yeah. called, you know, with the one green eye and the one regular eye. Yep. And every 20th spring, she gets herself pregnant. And her body uses cells in the embryo to recreate her while she changes into different creatures, like during that process, kind of like kind of resetting and turning into someone different. Like she said, she won't look like it. Like she told Evan, she won't look the same after she transforms, you know, she won't look like she does in this film. Mm -hmm. Just kind of takes the genes that are in that. mm, how can no. I say it? like in the cells and stuff like that. in yeah in the embryo or the whatever you cells know. or whatever it was the guy yeah. recognized or Evan recognized the term he's like oh so you're like like rich people who like eat children right right there we go <laughs> stem yeah. cells the stem yeah. cells yeah and she reveals that she avoided using a condom during intercourse to purposely get pregnant with Evan and she also revealed that she if she falls in love the hormones will stop the process of like her turning into someone something different and turn her mortal and evan evan asks if you know she's in love with him and she replies she's not and would not give up her immortality for anyone yeah and yeah which is good i like that it's actually realistic it's usually like no i love you yeah i'll give no yeah it's just so easy it's like no no like that that last 24 hours they have together is very essential to that i feel and like the ending is a natural progression of luis actually loving evan and i like how it's not that easy and sappy where it's like oh yeah i love you too (laughs) you know it's like I like him checking in. He's like, do you, do you love me yet? <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I love that. It's just so, it's so natural. It's so nice to me. And like, she's been living how long? She's been through how many lovers? Like, it totally makes sense to me, you know, yeah. that she that she can admit that she does. <laughs> and I mean, we'll we'll get to the ending, but like, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll explain more of that. But I like that. Yes. Uh, well, how many people have you been with? And she's like, 
Do you really want me to count it out? Like, I've been around for this many years, so one thousand, two thousand years old. Yeah, so probably so, two hundred ish lovers. Damn, damn, yeah, and like, yeah, when she turns like, yeah, every twentieth spring, you know, so she's like, she's, yeah. would she be twenty? Uh, two thousand divided by twenty is one hundred. So one hundred lovers would need would be needed. Mm-hmm. But she's not okay. exactly two thousand, right? She's like over two thousand. So over two thousand. Yeah, that's kind of just the estimate that I found. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she was around for like Pompeii and stuff. I think that's way before. Yep. That's BC, right? That's where her family died. Was Pompeii? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I like uh, I like that she's really good about giving you rational explanations of how she kept up her identity and stuff. Like she seems a very like realistic about it. Like, yeah, it's not like Age of Adeline where it's like, oh shit, she got caught right away and then was on a, on the run uh, about hiding her identity. Like Louis here like hides it really well, and she's like really in depth about her process. And, doing all that and uh very smart about it and she like actually acts smart like she's been around for 2000 years exactly like and then you're kind of not so surprised about her job and she's like she's trying to better like like i said luis isn't that you know kind of monster that just goes on a rampage whenever and it's like oh it's okay no, like she wants to stop it and like help it. So she is studying genetics and stuff. Like her job coincides with her basically like kind of curse, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, like what she is. So it, that that's also very interesting. And you can see how she's so intelligent. Huh. Also, she was about 1950 years old or 1950. Okay, so close to 2000. Did All quick right. math. Vesuvius was in 79 AD. Interrupted. Damn, dude, I'm impressed that you did math right here. Okay. Um, I like the little jump scare when he was getting close to her. I think it's after they have sex in the car and they're sitting like on the edge of the rock or something. Oh my God, yes. And she's like, he's getting real close to her and he's like, well, do you love me? And then she like was turning. Or in the middle of it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude. No, it's like, you know, most movies like this, I feel would have Louise maybe kind of turn into the different creatures maybe maybe three times. Like mm-hmm. once in the once in the first act, two in the second, three in the third act. But like, it's kind of, it's, it's full on, but there's also like hints of it, like in the car when they're about to have sex, like you said, when they're on the rocks and her arm turns into like that, like tentacle that kind of blends in with the rock. Yep. There's just so many times. And also the shower where he comes over to her place and she has to run up to the shower and she's (laughs) feeling all of her skin. I love that. that. There's just blood everywhere. 
dude that was so good and then he finds that needle too like there's kind of hints to him as well <laughs> that something's up but he doesn't know exactly what how would you approach that though he's like he clearly likes this girl a lot he's like so uh you do drugs or something or uh, uh, heroin much or <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dude he's like so like i won't judge you but like can you explain this needle i found <laughs> right um I'd, I'd like um kind of an answer to this so, yeah yeah and then he feels yeah. bad because she says it's a medical condition he's like oh i'm sorry i know i know and hey actually like and when she tells evan i have never lied to you actually guys if you rewatch this movie she never she never has she she never did lie to him about anything like especially when i mentioned that stuff about her mentioning her old boyfriend conquered things she has a skin disorder that's sensitive to the sun shit like that like she never lied to him she just didn't reveal the whole truth <laughs> which i really liked that scene where she said i like have never lied to you because she hasn't at all you know and it kind of it totally makes sense yeah 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 you might be right i was trying to think i thought there was one time she did but i can't remember no no actually yeah never i've been through it 10 times i i swear to you guys yeah i i don't think she ever did she just didn't really like reveal the whole truth sometimes she answered all of his questions yeah. and she gave the right answers yeah so it I felt like the script there was very like interesting to me and like very nice, you know? Yeah. Very cute ending. And yes. Yeah. Now that we're at the ending, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll go, I'll go a little sappy now. Cause this, this is where it <laughs> hits me guys. Um, so I will say love can really take us above and beyond no matter where we're at in life and what we're going through at the moment. And if we believe in it or not, and it can happen upon us at like unexpected times and at any moment, me personally, me finding my wife is evidence of that, I feel. And it's exactly why this film will always stay with me. Like at one point in my life, I was also wondering about my purpose and if I would ever find that love I was longing for, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, that's, that's kind of why I do like have a special connection with it. Cause I just kind of recognize myself in it, you know, and it, this movie just has like a unique way of showing that Evan and Luis love each other unconditionally. The love and connection is beyond Luis's circumstances, stronger even. And you know that it's real because of what Luis knows about her situation that like fictional plot point sums it all up that's what i love about stories and it's simply beautiful you know yeah and also like at the end the monologue when evan is telling luis about love and simply being human mortal just takes your breath away like to top it all off luis remains her current self because she finally found her person after all these years and jesus like the camera movement going closer to Evan as he goes on while you hear Louise changing is chef's kiss guys. Like amazing. You know, I, I just, I love it. That final scene is very well done. It yeah. is. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just everything Evan says, you're like, you're feeling it too. 
and you're like, yeah, like you're just nodding your head along with him. But yeah, okay, sappy shit over. You, you guys, you guys go ahead. <laughs> you know, I I love the fact that you love this movie so much. You know, I'm I'm happy for you. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Eric, I don't know how to take that, but thanks, man. <laughs> no, like uh like hearing you talk about it and how you like it. Like, no, I actually mean that though. Like that, you know, that that was nice. You know, like I for some reason like I was looking at it a different way than you are cuz mainly because like I I I don't really get into the sappy shit but like you know like you sure. putting any perspective of you know your situation like i i empathize with that so i really appreciate that dude i i really appreciate you like thank thank you yeah yeah i'll, I'll take that thanks eric <laughs> I, I i also don't hate you anymore okay <laughs> all <kidding>. right <laughs> we made up we made up okay <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have nothing else on the spring. I thought it, it wrapped up well for a movie that did not start off well. So Okay. Okay. I'll take the wrap up. Uh, at least it ended well for you. And I'll take that. Yeah. It did. It did definitely get me in my feels by the end. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. The yeah. ending was great. I tear up basically almost fucking every time towards towards the end. Oh man! I'll admit it, man. I love that. I love that for them. <laughs> oh man, it is just so beautiful, and it's just yeah, like it's it's not your typical love story, of course, because you got that Lovecraftian body horror mixed in it, and like I just think it's a work of genius, just the story of it, you know. And from the outside, it can kind of seem so simple that. Luis is hiding a secret from Evan and everything like that. But when you get into the details of it and her, like what's actually going on with her, it it's really special and unique. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think good romance movie, bad horror movie. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say this is a horror movie. Honestly. But it's a romance movie. It's a it's a half and half, I would say. Definitely. Yeah. 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 I get you. Definitely. Yeah. Alrighty. Do you have anything else to tell us on spring, Mr. Hunter? Oh man. No, I just appreciate this outlet for, you know, letting me kind of say all my thoughts. I don't think I've ever said all that it's kind of just sat up in my head and like kind of just sat with me while I continue to rewatch it and have it as a comfort movie yeah so like I just really appreciate you guys giving your opinions and you know letting it out yourselves and yeah like thank you guys for listening I'm sorry I went on a little rant about the ending there but no, no, you're good. No, I think okay. you've you've helped us analyze this movie a little deeper than we seen it on the outset. Yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely. Hell yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take that. I for sure oh. did not understand it until you explained it. Okay. Good thing I've seen it like ten times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like I was hoping I was hoping that, you know, like I can totally understand you guys watching this once and 
kind of getting those initial thoughts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like it was a different story for me. Like I loved it the second I watched it. But I totally get where you guys are coming from. And like, I appreciate that outside look. But yeah, I was just really hoping to kind of give you guys more insight if I could and stuff like that. So I'll, I'll take it as a win in my book. Yeah. It's like, uh, reminds me of, I watched, uh, I'm thinking of ending things, uh, with Jesse Plemons. Oh my God, dude, and that movie. I did not like it going through. And then I watched explanation videos afterwards. Cause I'm like, I just, I need to know what the fuck does all this mean? I know. And then watching yeah. through it again, I'm like, okay, now that I understand it going through it again, I'm like, this is actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. The first time through, I'm like, it just, it wasn't for me. You know, same with me. I needed to read up on articles about it. And once I kind of got the explanation, and I did watch it when my, you know, kind of film and story knowledge was kind of at a low. So uh, I feel like that didn't really help me while watching it. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of just lost. But yeah, wow. Like I, I do, I love movies that make you think. I will say one that I can think of right now that makes you think and you might still not under fucking stand it. <laughs> Tenet. Yeah. Dude, Tenet. Christopher yeah. Nolan, I get it. You're smarter than us. Don't like, I just, <laughs> I can't, I can't. It's all filmed yeah. in reverse, bro. Yeah. Dude, that's nuts. It, but I watched explanation videos and uh, I still could not explain it to my partner. Exactly. What, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I, I kind of get it, but I'm like, I couldn't get it enough to explain it to someone, so I didn't really truly get it. No, yeah. you can't grasp it enough. And yeah, no, I just totally agree with you, Andy. Like, yeah, it's it's nice to kind of like get a get another take on it after you watch it or something like that. Like, yes, I, I'm thinking of ending things. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that movie was as deep as it was. I just thought it was confusing right away. And I knew there was something deeper to it because I'm like, Jesse Plemons, man, you're you're too good of an actor to be just jumping into a shit project. Yes, to choose something like this, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, he didn't just jump into something weird like this. And I, at least I was trying to think he didn't. And yeah, I'm glad I read more into it. Also, the actress, Jesse Buckley, she she is very good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I get you. Yeah, if you do like Spring, there uh, is a movie called Let Me In. With Quigley's uh, oh. Moretz back from 2010. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I feel like this was the closest movie I could think of that kind of relates to it. Where the Fair girl enough. is an interesting monster. And it's kind of a love story. But also horror. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I do somewhat remember that movie. I might have to rewatch it. It's a, it's a Matt Reeves one. So. Oh, no way. I didn't know he directed that. Wow. Okay. You just made a revelation yeah wow okay and um the the main character boy um cody smith mcphee he's in uh, like power of the dog he's the skinny one that benedict cumberbatch is talking to in the movie okay uh, hasn't seen power of the dog but oh okay never mind then but yeah he's he's really good in that Sorry. movie i'd recommend it okay okay for sure i knew that movie was up for awards and everything i i will admit Right now on the podcast, before we keep doing episodes, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of westerns. It's westerns more yes. of a oh, I'm right. Yeah, it is you, western, dude. isn't it? It's 
it's really sad. It's se- it's a love story, but with a lot of trauma and Western stuff, of course. Okay. It's it's pretty deep without spoiling it. Bandit <laughs> right. Cumberbatch is in probably one of my favorite performances I've seen him do. Uh, Kirsten Dunst is really good in it, and of course Jesse Plemons. Yeah, okay. I, I enjoy the performers. I just knew it was a Western, and that's why I stayed away from it. And that's that's my own bias, I will admit. You know, uh, I I should probably watch it. I believe that it's a very good film. To you live on. in the frontier and doesn't like Westerns. Dude, <laughs> I know. All right, I'm not meant for this place, guys. All right. <laughs> Eric, sorry, what, what did you say when I said I didn't like Westerns? I said I just said I'm right with you. Okay, thank not, God somebody I'm not a fan agrees either. with me. Okay, it takes, takes place right next door in Montana. The only good western okay. I like, or I, okay. the only one I think is good is Django, yeah. and I don't even know if you want to consider <laughs> that one a western. It kind of is. Yes, and slingers. Yeah, Django is amazing. Yeah. yeah. If you want a really good western, you should watch Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> Dude. I mean, yeah, that one's just like it's so. It's like movie forty three. That's just it, like it's a comedy though. Yeah, it's it's different. You know, instead of a drama western. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like oh, I'm I'm with that. Okay. I know it's not actually western, but it's it's really good. No, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, would you guys consider No Country for Old Men western? Yeah. Oh man, it takes place in Texas. Okay. So I do. I like. I like that movie a lot. I like that. Oh, oh, yeehaw! It's in Texas. All right, it's already western. western. Any movie Southern. in Texas is a western, right? Like Sicario. Sicario okay. Is Sicario. I wouldn't say Sicario is a western. No. I know. I'm just I, I wouldn't. I would. Fuck it. I love that movie, Andy. Don't fucking step on my shit. All right. <laughs> Yeah, no country for old men is definitely a, a western type. In my okay. in my eyes, yeah, and I, I do I do like that movie. So like I I'm a little picky with it. I can say then. And that's that's Coen Brothers who also did uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, they did. I didn't know they did that movie actually. It, like I know they've done Fargo and Blood Simple, and you know, have you guys have you guys seen Burn After Reading? Nope. It's a spy movie, isn't it? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's like a spy comedy type. I mean, it's not totally spy, I would say, but it's like it's a good comedy with a lot of like famous people in it. It's, yeah, it's I, very good. I have seen it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I did like that one. So yeah, yeah. I I do want to recommend a movie to y'all. Oh, so, y'all. Texas? Yeah, y'all. <laughs> y'all, yeah, all right. All right, let's hear it. All right, go ahead, Andy. This one's from the same year as Spring, back in 14. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a game movie, which Eric knows I'm a huge fan of. Uh, it's called 13 Sins. Have you guys seen this one? 13 Sins. 13 Sins. No, 13 I have sins. not. Can I Is that related to Sin City? It is Hold not. On. So... If you guys have heard of Nerve, it was a newer movie. Came out a couple of years ago, 2016, with Emma I've Roberts and Franco. It's I've like seen Nerve. that, but better. 
Um, okay. 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 I have not seen this. I'm adding it to my watch list on Letterbox right now. It's you don't play the game. <laughs> it plays you. Basically, that it takes this guy and he's getting these uh, these like phone calls and text messages and stuff, and they're making him do increasingly more stuff for more money, mm-hmm. and it just ramps up and quickly gets out of control when murder gets involved. And yeah, it's it's a very good movie if you like these weird fucked up game show things damn so yeah okay. he completes all these 13 tasks then he uh he gets all the money and very well done okay okay i'll take your word for it yeah i added it to my watch list just because of you andy so thank you thank you thank you it's it's good of course you won't be disappointed yeah. and i saw ron perlman right there and i love ron perlman so oh yeah he, he was in that yeah yeah, he's yeah. one of the cops in it. I almost forget about him. He's a he's a pretty small role in the movie. Oh shit! I don't know why he was on the cover picture on Letterbox then. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, yeah, okay. yeah. It's it's mostly uh, Mark Webber, the main character, and then Devin Gray's his brother. He's in it a little bit. Um, okay, but it's mostly the sure. main character running around doing these challenges. Awesome. Okay, Eric, what do you got? I recently seen A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. It's about Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Tom Hanks plays as Mr. Rogers. Um, it's it's good. I, I never, it's not like, I was like expecting kind of like a documentary type thing, but it was actually like it told a story of this guy that's like looking into, he's like an investigative journalist and he usually like, he usually like tears down like all the people he writes about because he gets in and like, you know, tries to find dirt on him. And then he gets assigned Mr. Rogers. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was like he was just like trying to find something. He's like, this guy is just too nice. You know, there's <laughs> got to be something wrong with them. <laughs> and um, yeah, he uh, they he talks with them. Mr. Rogers is actually like really cool dude i mean obviously it's not actually him it's tom hanks but like Mm -hmm. from what i've seen about him like he was actually like a really cool dude and you know if if uh this is the movie that represents him you know like it it does it so well so yeah that's my recommend okay all right yeah i might have to check it out just because of what you said eric and i wonder like was that actually a real thing that somebody looked into Mr. Rogers like that? Yeah, it says uh, it's based on a true story of real life friendship between Fred Rogers and journalist Lloyd F- Vogel. So think, really, Hanks yeah. does a okay. lot of real life portrayals. So I, I, I think the movies he usually chooses are pretty well researched, like Sully and Phillips and all that. So yeah, and yeah, so like you know, kind of the terminal. I mean, not not exactly. But yeah, exactly. Like, based but, on yeah. a true story, catch me if you can. But yeah, like we talked about in that one, they did like, uh, like paid the guy and stuff, and the, um, made sure that they were taking good liberties and not spinning in the wrong way. Right. So. Right. For sure. Okay. So this is a it's a rewatch for me, but uh, last night I checked out Violent Night for the second time. And I figured I would just mention that because, you know, Christmas time. 
and I feel like it's you know pretty relevant right now. But uh, after watching it the second time, I honestly appreciate it more. It's really like a f- fun hang. Honestly, mm-hmm. David Harbour kills it as Santa Claus, <laughs> literally kills it. <laughs> but, you know, like it's from the producers of John Wick. And honestly, like the violence and the kills in it, I could compare to like some John Wick action. I mean, it's not as well choreographed and like these big sequences like john wick but you can just get little hints of it and i can appreciate that and you know more of the lines are pretty cheesy if you look at john wick too honestly keanu reeves does give quite a few cheesy lines too in there so it's in the same it's in the same vein (laughs) yeah i'm thinking i'm back yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, you know, there's cheesy shit in there too. I don't know. I can just appreciate it because it really it feels Christmassy so much, and I love quite a few of the performers in there. And probably one of my favorite parts in it is when they incorporate Home Alone, but it's fucking violent, (laughs) violent Home Alone. So they get the traps and stuff. Yes, when when the little girl uh, sets up some traps. Yeah, <laughs> Sweet. Have you both seen it? I yes. haven't. I, I like it. Okay. Violent Night. I'm going to watch Silent Night, and then I'm going to watch Violent Night. No, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I do want to watch it, though. It was just something I missed out on last year. Eric, I I think I you like need it. to check it out. I think yeah. that would be in your in your vein. It, pro- it, it probably is in my wheelhouse. I, I promise. You explained it. <laughs> I I promise, dude. It is. It's so fun. And David Harbor, like you know, you gotta love the guy. Yeah. He's oh yeah. Guy. Yeah. Stranger Things. Yeah. He's a likable guy. Yeah. Uh, and Tommy uh, Workala, the director on that one, did Dead Snow. So I think he'd like it even more with that, Eric. <laughs> oh, sweet. Wait. Dead Snow. Yeah. Dead Snow. Yeah. The uh, Nazi zombies. I haven't watched that, but I've always heard of it. He directed that, huh? Yeah, he directed, wrote it. He did a lot of stuff with it. Holy shit. Okay. Okay. Dead Snow is nuts. (laughs) Okay, I'm checking it out. It's got a 3.0 on Letterboxd, so that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say an IMDb. I'm like, oh my god. I was gonna say like it's not <laughs> that bad. Holy Guys, shit. it was a horrible fucking movie. I'm seeing terrible <laughs> reviews on it. Yeah. IMDb shit on it. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> god, it, the list yeah. goes on. It's yeah. a six point three on IMDb. You can watch it on Tubi. Oh, Tubi, perfect. You know what okay. a good Nazi zombie movie is? is uh, what's Overlord. Uh, Overlord. That's what I was thinking of. Dude, yeah, Eric. So oh good. my god. Did did we just read each other's minds? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, oh my you, god! You knew what I was gonna say, dude. We're connected. We are. Holy. Oh my god. Okay, Andy. Good thing we're, assimilate. Good thing we're assimilate. I was gonna say it, but I didn't want to overlap you there. <laughs> dude, all three so of us. We are said assimilated. It oh, <laughs> we man. should have said it at the same time. <laughs> dude, Overlord, so amazing, dude. I love that movie. Yeah, isn't um Wyatt Russell? Yes, Wyatt Russell, dude. Yeah, yeah that's that's why we talked about him during uh the Thing podcast. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He Overlord. yeah, he's a big role in there. Yeah, yeah. That's one that of the first good. time I one of the first times I saw him. 
Oh man, good. Yeah, good recommendation there too. Yep. I got to rewatch that. Yeah, definitely. Me too. I, I only seen it the one time, and that was I, however long ago, twenty eighteen. Damn, twenty eighteen. Yeah, I think so. And I, I still yeah, think about I, it sometimes. I have it in my movie collection too. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to pop that in. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch that one again. I've only seen it the once. Okay, so should I watch Dead Snow tonight? You guys are saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, dead snow. It's. I mean, there's snow on it's... the ground now. I mean, it's just okay. hitting, right? Or Andy, thirteen cents, because that was your recommendation as well. I'm not going to leave you out. Sorry. Depends what your vibe is, but yeah, yeah. Either one of those is good. Okay, okay. Because yeah, I do kind of want to check out a movie tonight. Yeah. All right. Okay. Perfect. But yeah, if you guys want to send us some uh, horror movies to watch, not tonight because this isn't going up tonight. If you want to send us some horror movies to watch in the future uh, for when we want movies, send us messages to hazardsopinionspod at gmail or on Instagram or shoot us messages in the Discord. It is uh, live forums that we can chat with. Download the app and click the invite link and chat with us. Yeah. So keep an eye out for new episodes. Uh, I think our next one is uh, Topic again, which is Eric's Topic. Yes, sir. Talk about it. movies with practical effects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When there's so, a lot of them. Oh, yeah. We're going to be diving deep into that one. So I'm excited for that to uh, to cap off January here. Yeah. Yeah, we will uh, see you guys next time. Do not, uh, don't, don't freeze to death out there. Yes, North Dakota sucks. Yeah. Stay safe, stay During warm. Winter. See yeah, you guys. next time. <laughs> All of that. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to my sappy stuff. But I appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>